welcome to ADD News. Uh, for a quick intro, my name is Rufus, and this is my co-host, Marcos. Hey everyone, I'm Marcos. Uh, just to give everyone a quick idea of how this podcast is going to work, for those of you who don't know or are just joining us, uh, we've both been collecting stories for the last week, and neither of us knows uh, what the other is going to talk about today. And so we'll be alternating between stories and responding in kind. Uh, this week I did a deep dive on ice and all the going-ons there, so I'll go ahead and take it away from here. So today we're talking about ice, and and there's just so much, because this organization started in 2003, uh, literally right after 9-11, uh, that following, I want to say, that following year it popped up uh, as a response to 9-11, in fact. Uh, there's just so much I really wanted to get into, a few of the bigger stories, and not really just list out all their atrocities because either you know ICE committing horrible acts or you are willfully ignorant of it. Uh, it's been in the news too often. Um, literally kids in cages is on every social media site every other day with either people being against it or for it for some reason. <laughs> for whatever reason. This is a weirdly divisive issue is kids in cages um, or how nice the cage is for that matter. Uh, so specifically we're looking to like how, as a whole, like from its creation to everyone who currently runs it or participates in it, ICE is corrupt and an immoral agency. Uh, starting with 09, uh, there was a person who works for ICE named Katrina S. Kane, and she was over a facility in New Mexico, I believe it was, or Arizona. I somehow didn't write that down. Uh, and they're basically the same state anyways. Um. And what happened was a study was done over her facility. Uh, she specifically ran a, a women a primary facility. Uh, and they studied 300 women over the course of a year. And in that course, they discovered that, uh, surprise, um, they were not c- uh, properly caring for these women. The women were denied medical care when requested or given in, inconclusive results or basically denied care period. Um, which resulted in many of them developing ovarian cysts, which had to be removed through surgery, or even suffering under miscarriages. The response to this was, of course, well, they didn't do a good study. It was too specific. You didn't look at enough women. Um, we don't believe you because we take our allegations very seriously. And that's pretty much it. Um, but this wasn't even Kane's first issue or instance uh, with improper medical care of their prisoners. Um, two or three years previous in 2006 at the Eloy facility, uh, the same woman, though at a lower position, uh, was involved in ICE covering up the number of deaths that happened in their facility. Uh, they were not reporting people who died there uh, to their updates. Jesus. And it wasn't even, yeah, it wasn't even just her. Um, it was her and then a person who has, what well, was her new job in 09, uh, her superior, they were emailing each other before the guy was even dead. A man named Felix Rodriguez Torres uh, was dying of testicular cancer. And before his family even pulled the plug, they were discussing his death and basically how they can go about taking care of it, essentially. Um, and the worst part is uh, Felix had been in their care for over two months and they had never had a chance to diagnose him for cancer. And cancer's, it, cancer can and will sneak up on you. Um, but when you're dying of it, usually you notice and and a hospital would tell you you have cancer. Uh, so to go two months before you were literally in your deathbed 
without them ever taking notice is egregious, at least. Um, not to mention, they clearly knew or knew something was wrong that they were at fault, but they tried to cover it up. Um, and I bring up them specifically because Kane is still uh, in operation at ICE. These two instances within years of each other didn't end her career at all. She's currently, I believe her title is Assistant Deputy Director oh, of uh, Air Relations. This was as of like September last year. Uh, yeah, she's been promoted. In fact, everyone involved in all these schemes and scenarios has been promoted in this time. Um, just this past a few months, or this past, this past month, there was the issue at, I believe it was a Louisiana facility, where they were, when everything froze over, literally all of the South froze, and there was power just across the states. Um, they were turning fans on prisoners who were complaining about the cold. Or throwing their blankets away. Uh, you and I talked about this actually at one point. Yeah, yeah, I saw that they uh, in the news article that I saw that they denied uh, any such thing and said that they were within ra- the appropriate range of uh, temperature. But then the article also mentioned that they've always denied any allegation of abuse, even when proven. <laughs> so well, yeah. they actually use a very similar phrase. I quoted it as we take allegations of misconduct very seriously. And then the second one they added most recently, they even added, they uh, put a little addendum on there, when reported. Oh, they, <laughs> we, they, <laughs> wow. They were very specific. No, no, no. We care a lot about getting caught doing these things, okay? Not the fact that what we're doing is immoral or crime against humanity. We just don't like being caught and you rubbing in our faces. Yeah, we really dislike the public perception, even though it's uh, not cost us anything really as an agency we don't like it would you say mean things yeah um and and then also in this past year because last year was just a shit show of events um we also everyone was told about and then almost immediately forgot that um i have the location here where it happened that we're talking about the mass hysterectomy. I was going to ask you, whatever you said, you were deep diving this, if uh, you'd found anything out about that. Because I try to keep tabs on it, but it's been so long without any movement on that that I've lost track. Uh, yeah, I got quite a bit. Um, though, again, it's happened so recently and our courts move so slowly over serious issues that uh, not a whole lot's been done about it, honestly. At least on a legal end. Did they stop deporting the women who were... Uh, key witnesses and, and victims in those cases because the last I heard I, last I year, did get into that actually because they did in fact uh, for everyone who, who hasn't uh, heard of the story because again it was in the news cycle for a week or two and then kind of dipped out because it was an election season still um, last year some 57 women had come forward and allegations were brought against uh, I forgot his last name or first name but Dr. Amen who was a gynecologist that the ICE facility was sending patients to where they discovered that he was given hysterectomies and other different treatments without necessity or even without the patients knowing this was happening to women. Uh, women were not given just hysterectomies. They were given surgeries for ovarian cysts they may or may not have had. A lot of them when were given the hysterectomy were not told what the procedure was or the, how serious it was before being sent away. Um, there were reports of women who were told they were getting shots for vaccinations or something, but would find out on accident almost later on they were actually given a very serious uh, hormone or birth, birth control that has significant side effects. 
again, without them being told or being made aware of the situation. Especially because a lot of the consent documents, uh, if I remember correctly, were in English and there was no translator for them. And they were just told that they needed to consent to the the surgeries. Yeah. Yeah, that's countless uh, issues of misconduct going on between the facility and the doctor himself. Ice, of course, immediately quit sending patients to him. Um, but that was pretty much all they did on their end to stop these kinds of acts. Mass sterilization uh, is also a unique uh, trait of like precursor genocide. Uh, there were yes, not um, to be yeah, not this. to be the person who all or who brings up Nazi Germany, but that's that's was one of the key factors of uh, the camps. There was the initial mass sterilization. That too. Um, well, this is even America's first foray into this. Um, I forgot what the time period was, but this they did this against Native Americans as well. Um, I want to say that in the past century, not even like 1800 Civil War era, in the past century they were sending hospitals and stuff and uh, sending indigenous patients to them and then uh, doing the same exact thing where they were sterilizing the population as a way of controlling them essentially. Um, and then denying they ever did it, of course. But it, it's happened. America, within recent memory, people alive today had to go through this exact same scenario. And I don't get how we keep allowing it. Why well, I, I understand how and why. I just don't know why we it's allowed to keep happening. Why there's not a more severe punishment for when it's discovered. Right. Um, so Dr. Amen has, of course, denied this is ever accurate. Um, and he's currently being sued. But that's all that's currently happened. Uh, there was a CNN, um, a brief something of today. They do like a overview of the day's news, essentially. And the last I saw was he's essentially they're in like pre-trial scenario still. Um, but in Which response, insane. ICE it has you, been you, over here, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. ICE has uh, deported nine of the women who were witnesses to this and who were afflicted by this doctor. And we're in the, literally in the process of deporting three more. Within hours, they would have been sent out of the country when their legal teams came in and stopped them from doing so. Like, they were just going to start deporting people. Now, all these witnesses to a crime, knock them out of here. Yeah, weren't there, um, uh, which is, like, several injunctions to prevent that? Because I remember that being in the news cycle briefly a few weeks later was that they had to, like forcibly like the federal government had to, like other branches of the federal government had to forcibly come in and tell them to stop deporting key witnesses in this which this scenario has in fact stopped but hasn't stopped in general um i think we've talked about it before but just a few weeks ago when biden became president he uh signed an order pausing all deportations and within a week they had deported a woman who had witnessed um the el paso shooter and was part of his case, a major case of domestic terrorists, essentially, who only came forward despite being an illegal immigrant because she wanted to see him go to trial. And they deported her anyways, <laughs> despite the executive order to not do so. So I yeah, started again, mass rushing deportations of their own accord after uh, the order to stop doing them, didn't they? Yep, they certainly did. Uh, and again, this is. Just ICE doing what they do, uh, neglecting, just really following whatever rules they feel like following. Yeah, it's as unhinged as way. the NSA on the shit that they're yeah. allowed to do against direct orders from the rest of the government. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. 
Um, and because their frequency and just aggressive aggressive tactics on transferring uh, inmates, I don't even know, I don't like calling them that, prisoners, captives, uh, transferring, and then just a general inefficiency of keeping track of the people they are taking care of, quote unquote. Um, it's highly suspected that much more than the 57 women who have come forward have been affected by this doctor and his, his horrible practices. Because, um, again, the nine, the ones we know about, were deported without anyone to be able to stop them. Who knows how many he has committed these acts on and has just grossly mistreated, but they then just kicked out of the country. Um, which is horrifying to think about, that this dude is allowed to essentially... He's walking free right now, to my knowledge. God. Uh, I mean, I just couldn't keep track of, like, some 1,500 kids uh, in this past year or so as well. They're not necessarily lost, but they don't know where they are. I mean, the speculation is that they were trafficked by ICE, is it not? Uh, yes. Uh, there's a significant belief that has some merit that, um, well, the organization that's in charge of that, it's the ORR, I believe, is... Uh, they tried to contact their caretakers and just couldn't get a hold of them, which is really a milk toast explanation for losing 50, 1,500 kids. No, no, they're not gone. We just couldn't get a hold of the people in charge of them. Which is my favorite thing about the save the kids hashtag because or save the children hashtag because there's these there's these kids that are, I mean, who knows what horrors they're currently enduring since the U.S. government misplaced them. Right. Which is also because there were some 9,000 kids they had uh, placed in these families or homes, and 1,500 of them couldn't get a hold of. And that is a huge portion. That's not like, oh, well, 3% of them were just away from the phone at the same time. No, no, no. 1,500 of 9,000 were all just unable to be contacted, which is insane. Yeah, especially when you're responsible for, like, wards of the federal government that's not even like wards of the state like foster kids like these are right. these are wards of the federal government you should not be mis- misplacing a single one much less exactly 1500 of them kids you've dragged away from their parents yeah, they're separated and from their family them. and you're very clearly responsible for at that point <laughs> and this is just again it's heaps and stacks of evidence that ice is inefficient it's poorly managed, and it is purposefully uh, malicious against people who are just not born in America. That's like their only requirement. Um, we talked a while back about uh, Moroccan captives in ICE who were uh, told that if they didn't go on the transfer ships you know, peacefully or willingly, they would be sent and placed in the COVID wards, the isolation wards, and basically purposefully given COVID-19. <laughs> um Again, Moroccan immigrants, and they're they're captive. They're capturing and holding and deporting anyone they possibly can for the simple fact of being not born in America. Right, which is and the the way that they've ju- like that they've justified this to the public, and the way that conservatives have justified it to themselves is by saying that they're all felons somehow. That the only reason they're right. doing this is because they're felons. When that's not the case, it's it's in many cases it's just immigration status well and that's also a bullshit argument because um more evidence of them being corrupt as hell or just intentionally wanting to just pursue non-americans um is back in 2012 uh obama 
put some rules in place. Essentially, uh, it was when DACA became a bigger deal. Um, told them they couldn't go after people who were under the DACA rules. Basically, if you were born in, or if you were uh, raised in America, uh, if you were under the age of 18 when you came here, or 16. With no criminal and, history. Right. Yeah, that was one of the DACA requirements. I remember that. Uh, they couldn't pursue them. And the other thing was they wanted uh, ICE to focus more um, specifically on immigrants committing uh, felonious acts. Well, also like violent, violent, violent crimes. Not yeah, just violent not crimes. Not just like drug crimes or anything, but like violent crimes. And uh, I want to say some... I had the exact number. Multiple ICE agents uh, filed a lawsuit against the head of the DHS and the head of ICE themselves. Because um, they felt that this was an unjust act. Uh, they were being restricted. Uh, and they specifically said they wanted to be able to do their job with impunity and to suffer zero consequences for their actions. Um, right, that qualified immunity that so cops get against American civilians. Basically. Uh, they felt that if they couldn't go and pursue innocent people who just weren't born in America... They're not doing their jobs properly, and that's uh, that's some bullshit. Um, and I bring this up specifically because this is happening again. Um, oh, this that 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 order was uh, repealed, I guess, by Trump, and then Biden just recently became in office did the same thing. That's exactly what they're doing right now. Is he's halted deportations? He's also told them to. Um, focus primarily on violent felonies as compared to just people getting misdemeanors and stuff. And they're pushing back on that already. Um, they've been fighting the deportation from the get-go. They've been deporting people no matter what. Um, ICE, as, these aren't even like, these aren't ICE directors. These aren't the head of ICE. These, this is just agents, people whose job is just go and find immigrants. Felt this strongly and passionately about a job that requires you being a dick to people. For Literally, um, like, just trying to, often just trying to escape political violence in their own country. Absolutely. Um, people keep forgetting that they, they keep using the word um, asylum, like there's people seeking asylum, and they keep ignoring it. Everyone's just, no, 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 they're all criminals and rapists. No, these people literally trying to escape yeah, violence. Yeah, the, the lie that people have bought into is that People are falsely claiming asylum so that they can get into the United States and cause harm. But, like, that's that's such a wildly, like, how many, how many people do you really think are going through the process of claiming asylum from countries that we know have issues with human rights violations and, and political violence? Like, how many of those people do you really think are coming in to cause harm? Considering... There's still been no major attack on U.S. soil, even when during the Obama administration, when these people were not being treated the way they are. Right. It's it's such a wildly ridiculous claim. I don't get how it still has merit if people keep using it. God. So, yeah, that, those were the majority of the stories I have. There are, of course, literally countless other stories and none of them original. They've been doing the same exact same same exact tactics and horrific acts since their what's the world looking for? Since it's creation. Yeah, inception. Um 
most of the ones I told are stories over 10 years old, uh, with the exception of the Historic Course, which, again, is not a new practice of any kind. We've, we've been doing it ourselves for decades. And people have been, been doing committed. it precursor to genocide for also <laughs> right. a significant it's, it's period literally, of time. It's how, you, it's how you start cleansing the race, essentially. Um, I do want to point out that a lot of this is rooted in racism and there's a disregard for the others. Yeah, you um, don't mass sterilize anybody uh, if it's not like a race issue to you. That's like mass sterilization is such like is such a race based like concept. Um, I've not heard of any like Swedes or anything being kept in ice encampments. Right. Or like just anyone like uh, like even if you're being even if they even if we were mistreating other races you don't see intentional and direct mass sterilization of anybody else unless it's a race uh that's that's being held like yeah as yeah like, it's, it's always that, been happening in the united states um at least from a american eurocentric standpoint in other places as well um anytime someone's genociding another race or another tribe or another society yeah it goes back to like uh, unix and stuff too yeah, you you cut them off at the balls, yeah, um, or vagina, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, I do want to make it a point that everyone understands ICE isn't just oh we're going after criminals. No, 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 they're going after the others, the 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 brown folk mostly. Yeah, their their crime they is being brown and in this country. Exactly. Um, and a large part of that is that not only is it easier for them to lo- isolate them? It's also profitable. Um, so the Eloy facility I mentioned earlier, Eloy facility was the one that uh, Kane was in. It was in 06. They hid the, the dead man, basically. The guy dying of cancer, they did decide not to, uh, to diagnose. It was at Eloy. And Eloy and some 20-plus other ICE facilities are all operated by at the, what was at the time called... Um, it was CCA, and it's uh, uh, oh, Corrections Corporation of America, um, and they operate for-profit prisons, basically. Uh, you still there? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay, cool. My bad. It's just real silent. No, yeah. Um, CCA has rebranded since then because, of course, they have uh, to Core Civic, which is a much, I guess, safer uh, corporation title for scum of the earth. Um, currently they operate 21 different immigration facilities and they have like some 77 total for-profit prisons, which is just horrific. I hate um, that that is a thing. Cause this is just one corporation. Um, the facility with, uh, where they were basically abusing prisoners for being cold cause it was cold was owned by LaSalle, a, a different, but also horrific for-profit prison corporation. Um, these uh, these kinds of places have a history, a dense, dense history uh, of just being shitbags to everyone who they they populate their prisons. Um, and a lot of they, I know, uh, in twenty sixteen, I believe it was, um, CCA lost some forty eight million dollars in out of court settlements for uh, mistreatment of allegations. 
Um, and one of the directors was on record saying that uh, that doesn't really bother them because no matter how many settlements they give, it won't hurt their bottom line because these are literally billion-dollar facilities. Jesus. <laughs> Hooray. Speaking of, um, quick side note, I read the today, actually right as I was about to clock out at work, that uh, the new uh, children facilities um, that Biden has yeah, are... Up from two hundred and something dollars per kid per night to seven hundred and something dollars per kid per night. Um, so this seems like it was just a financial, it like I don't know, some sort of weird someone's financial package. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously someone's making money, but it feels yeah. like his whole intent behind it now, especially with how not great they look, considering it's like a. It's like a trailer park looking thing, but with like barred windows. Right. Uh, and it, the price goes up from 200 to 700 per kid per night. Oh, yeah. Um, um, and that they're planning on keeping thing, it, uh, keeping the kids for 30 days, even though the courts have already said 20 day maximum. <laughs> oh, not at all surprising. Yeah. Uh, some of the information I saw for CCA for like 2016, 2018 was that their average profit for a per prisoner was the profit was what they specified was like three grand a day for each one of them. And some of the worst parts about this isn't just that this is a, a thing that exists. It's not like necessity bred for profit prisons. It's that they exist and they like existing. Um, I know a lot of the contracts that they had at the time have like prisoner minimums, not, not maximums like, Oh, don't give us too much. That's, you know, immoral and dangerous for uh, uh, risk for the prisoners themselves and our guards, which makes sense. You can't, you don't keep too many people in a limited amount of space. No, no. Minimums. And if they don't reach those minimums, as in it's, you are incentivized to keep prisons full of people. Um, the state or whoever is funding the for-profit prison uh, receives a penalty, in fact. Oh, they have to, to pay make to make up for it. That's yeah. Uh, disgusting and it's not like it's a low number uh take a wild guess of what on this is this was for eloy facility um take a guess of what their minimum was in 2016 what was the I, required minimum can i know how many beds the facility had no oh uh because i don't know how the information oh uh, yeah because it'd be easier to make a <laughs> guesstimate if i have an idea of what the capacity oh, limits oh, oh. are percentage a percentage oh percentage yeah. of the uh 20 <laughs> um, the required minimum for their prisons was 96%. Excuse me? 96%. What the fuck is that? What? Yeah. Wait, um, what the fuck? Why do they, why do they exist? Wait, what? 96%? Jesus Contracted Christ. minimum amount. Um, if you go to Core Civics website today, it's going to be full of information like, oh, we're a rehabilitation facility. Our goal is to reduce recidivism and to make sure that they go on to fuller, happier lives. Yeah, that's what every that's what state prisons say too. Yeah, um, when everyone knows the exact opposite is true, they want to keep prisoners there as long as possible and want to get them right back in as soon as they can. Right, like especially uh, with the, uh, I mean, you 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 already have like that history with the kids for cash scandal. Right. Um, once that happens, once it reveals the glaring 
had obviously recurring problem with the for-profit correctional system and like that's just one guy that was caught but there's obviously going to be more secretive ways for them to get around doing the exact same thing especially because that judge in particular was just kicking fucking minority kids their way left and right for anything because he was getting paid for the longer sentences the kids for cash scandal Oh, so yeah. he's giving them as harsh a sentence as possible, and particularly when they were minorities, so they had, like, a court-appointed lawyer. Yep. Um, I mean, a similar thing. It was, uh, who's our VP? Kamala Harris was doing something similar, um, where she was purposely holding people in prison longer than their terms were, or their uh, service, whatever, longer they were supposed to be, to essentially have uh, free labor. Or slave labor. Oh yeah, because Kamala wanted uh, wanted to keep having the Cal Fire volunteers. Yep. Um. So she didn't want to let that many people off early, even though the court had ordered her to. America. So yeah. Um. Every aspect of these kinds of operations, uh, specifically ICE, but of course the entire prison industrial complex is a service to evil, essentially. Their goals have never been to make America actually better. Their goals have never been to rehabilitate people. They don't actually care about legal immigrants, because um, that's what a lot of them will do. Uh, a lot of the the uh, the lawsuit I mentioned from 2012 was picked up by a group called Numbers USA or something, Numbers something, and their whole organization's goal is to decrease illegal immigration and to deport as many as possible. But if you go to their main website, they actually have on the very bottom, um, uh, please don't bash minorities thing, where basically they say, well, for some reason, there's a big overlap and wanting to reduce illegal immigration and racism. We do not support racism. I was like, why do you think that is, though, friend? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why do you think people are so anti-immigrant when there's been pretty much no study ever that supports the claim that illegal immigration is bad for America? Right. Um, the only isolated the, incidents that are as, like, and in many cases are just as worthy as the uh, disproven welfare queen bit. Mm-hmm. Conservatives just make up these boogeymen in their head. And that justify terrible worldview. It's especially odd because it's not even like it's not even like immigrants who come to America who then become Americans who nationalize are even against the policies. Even it's such a weird thing. I know there's always a huge proportion of um, Latino Americans who do in fact vote Republican because Catholicism mostly. Yeah, my grandma. Uh, she always um, or she was a staunch Trump supporter and. She was a legal or she is a legal immigrant and I it it just blows my mind. Absolutely astounding. Um yeah, the right will make claims like no no, we're all fine with legal immigration while at the same time making it do their making it much more difficult so to become a legal immigrant. Yeah. Um it's extremely costly and time and consuming. It takes years, yeah. And if you do come here as an asylum seeker they lock you up anyways until your case can be uh, brought forward, making it even more difficult. 
Um, so yes, people try to come here illegally because that's their only option. They are they are trying to flee an oppressive environment. Um, I've mentioned it before. I've I've been looking onto Salvador history because I've not actually ever really done a lot of research into it. I'm not super close to my Salvadoran family. I'm horrifying. The entire history is horrifying. Every bit of it. Um, and a lot of it is, is similar. Uh, the government in the early uh, 20th century went about um, slaughtering um, primarily indigenous population, in fact. If you looked indigenous, if you dressed that way, if they thought you were, they killed you because there was a minor indigenous uprising where they tried to overthrow the repressive government. And then again, in the 80s, the government went through anyone, because uh, a communist party, of course, uh, tried rising up a little bit, and America backed the Salvadoran government to shut them the fuck down and try to kill everybody. Um, which is why my dad and his brother came to America, in fact. They were fleeing that oppression. Um, and yet, if you ask my uncle today what he thinks about immigration, he will say, build that wall. Oh my god, yeah. Fuck them other immigrants. His mother helped people flee the oppressive nature of the Salvadoran government, which was backed by America, of course. Uh, Reagan pumped a billion plus dollars a year into Adibidi's El Salvador to make sure they couldn't have a more equal society. Um, Why was I on this tangent? Uh, Discussing, oh, the rights idea that no they're they're okay with the good brown people or the legal brown people we just don't want those criminals who are only criminal because they didn't spend thousands of dollars and 20 years of their life uh getting in well and yeah and then this also leads to the fact that some studies showing there's a huge correlation between poverty and criminal acts and gee i wonder why that is and it's this vicious cycle of, oh, you're going to condemn people for being immigrants. Well, they're going to have fewer options in society to have an honest living. Um, they're going to turn to crime. Because, yeah, <laughs> it's more profitable. Yeah. The same thing happens in You see American. that with drug <laughs> stuff all the time. Exactly. People can't get jobs and can't get anything because of, like, the situation they've been thrust in by the government. So then they turn to selling drugs because it's an easy way to make lucrative amounts of money. Yep. Yeah. A vicious cycle created by our oppressors. And it's obscenely shitty because I want to keep repeating this. It's nothing new. This is not a new environment or scenario. Um... I feel like we've been bitching complaining about this for over 10 years now because uh, it's actually been 18 years. Again, ICE was created in 2003. Yes, it was created under a Bush regime, um, but between 2010 and 2011 or 2008 and 11, one of those, during Obama's presidency, uh, our deportations actually shot up 89% while he was president. 89% increase in deportations. Yikes. It did dip down a little bit towards the end, but it's, it's jumped right back up. Um, and it, I just, it's astounding to me. It, it really is astounding how much effort our government puts into 
Just being a dick bag. Yeah, just being to, the shittiest possible. Uh, Six billion dollars a year budget price. Ugh. And they have eight thousand agents, something like that. Um, I did see. I believe it was recently that Biden is looking at, or someone in the administration is looking at, uh, getting rid of the department and ICE that actually goes and enforces arrests and deportations. And they will only uh, operate Border the observing side. No, no, they're actually only looking at only operating, at least under ICE jurisdiction, the um, observational aspects, basically the investigations. So the people looking uh, for the uh, immigrants, essentially, they wouldn't have the executive branch, I guess, that were, yeah, judicial. I don't know how that would work. Basically, the people who are crunching numbers or like looking into um, immigration crimes. But they wouldn't have into their own like police force to go and make arrests or a militarized police force, yeah. Oh yeah. That disregards um state and local laws. And fe- so, and federal mandate. And federal mandates. It's funny, a few weeks back, um talking to my boss about it. I was like, Yeah, like you know how like California uh banned ice operations in parts of their state and they just went and did it anyways. And he was like well, yeah, it's because ICE is a federal a federal agency. I was like, yeah, at that time, Biden banned deportations himself, and he's the president, and they did it anyways. Like, oh, yeah, well, I guess I guess that's different then. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> that's also a pretty shitty thing to say, considering, like, states have been able to legalize marijuana against federal, and, like, the federal government has maintained through two presidencies now into its third, the policy of not having the federal government go in and, uh, fuck with um marijuana stuff in states where it's legal, even though they absolutely right. can send in DEA to go fuck with anybody with marijuana like, anywhere right. in the states that it's legalized, because it's still a Schedule 1 substance. For for some reason, for whatever reason, the old uh, yeah, I think uh, methamphetamine and uh, LSD and marijuana are the only Schedule One substances, something like that. God, most other substances are Schedule Two. That's not as violently enforced, and to be Schedule One, you have to have no medical uh, properties or whatever. And so it's just, yeah, it's insane that they keep marijuana at a Schedule 1, even though there's obviously evidence when doctors are in the states that have legalized it are prescribing it. And even if it's not the medical properties that you want, like, I mean, that's how Adderall and amphetamine is a Schedule 2, because while has the propensity for addiction and abuse, uh, it still has medical value. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but marijuana's—they still decided no on that so far. It's also really weird that ICE was created as a response to nine eleven, but it is absolutely not focused on terrorism of any kind. Yeah, that's what the NSA's job was. Yeah, weird, huh? And weird how the NSA ended up using all of its authority to spy on Americans (laughs) rather than anything else. But not actual domestic terrorists, which is predominantly white people. Right. Absolutely insane. To this day, still not domestic terrorists because 
all it would take is having a Facebook account to see that they were planning the Capitol riot and they still got blindsided by that one. Right. Yep. <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? Oh, literally anybody. Because uh, they you know, blatantly told everyone it was going to happen. They tweeted about it for days. They posted it on Facebook. Parlor was literally nothing but uh, getting ready to go start a insurrection. Yeah. Had t-shirts made about Trump it. Trump was posting about it. Jesus. Uh, Trump See us on January 6th. Trump giving a speech the day of, saying that we're going to go to the Capitol building, and then everyone going to the Capitol building. Yeah, go uh, down there and take back what's yours, or whatever it was he said. Yep. Or fight your hardest for... Like, it was just enough to where it was, like, technically gray, but he didn't he explicitly, didn't the- <laughs> word for word, say, go fuck them up inside the building. Oh, oh yeah! If you don't, you have to literally say out loud the exact thing you have to say to be racist. Even um, talking to my boss again, not even recently, as a few months back, about how old Trump's racist, and he says, "How do you know that? That that's an unjust allegation. Like you can't tell Trump's racist." Yeah, he's he's never said anything directly racist or said the phrase "I am racist." But, and like, uh, well, nobody has they to, never, nobody says "I am racist." <laughs> <laughs> There's skinheads that have never that like have swastikas tattooed on their body that have never said "I am racist." Like, what a weird thing to say. That's Moon Man talk. <laughs> There's, um, I want to say it's the Dollop has a two part podcast on Trump, and there they at one point they talk about how. When he was younger and just started out his career, his dad, Fred Christ Trump, gave him an apartment complex for building to uh, manage and run. And uh, literally, at one point, they chased out a black family who was applying for an apartment saying, we don't want you here. Yeah, there were several civil suits <laughs> against the Trumps for, uh, for racial discrimination and their slumlording in the 80s. And his excuse for that, my bosses, is that, well, that wasn't him. That was just his management. I was like, fuck you. Mm. Fuck you. Fuck that you. sounds like some Clayton Loose shit to say. <laughs> I was like, oh, what about, you know, just or this past year or so on Trump's website? He, uh. Oh, he put out, he was selling baseballs. Baseball oh, yeah, for exactly yeah. $88. Like, well, that's just an arbitrary price. It doesn't mean anything. It has nothing to do with, like, 1488. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the 14 words in Hail Hitler. That, that very specific number it could have been. Yeah, any other price possible. And he made it 88. He said, oh, well, he's not, you know, directly in charge of all the prices. I'm like, fuck you. At a certain point, you, you have to take enough, responsibility, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's not responsible for what he says and people who follow him. Because like, uh, I think I was the hydrochloroquine, which literally killed people. L- people died from taking hydrochloroquine because he suggested that it was a cure for COVID. Well, they didn't have to listen to him. He's he's just the president. I'm like, It is so weird, the justification that goes into making sure a president is not responsible for his own actions. Yeah, the it's... The first time in my life I've ever seen a single human being at all at any position of life need every single thing he says explained. Uh, well, what he really meant was and like every tweet, everything he said always needed 
like when people would get mad about it, it was always, uh, oh, well, he meant this or, oh, he was joking. Like, like there's sometimes where some people have needed uh, that clarification. speak out a term. But when it's every single thing you've said for four straight years, it feels like maybe you mean what you're saying. <laughs> um, it's like just his past four years of presidency. Uh, he used to run a vlog. And he would basically talk every day some racist old man garbage. Um, he did, of course, have them taken down. Uh, not before a lot of people saved them. Well, yeah, his but Twitter like in, like, going back was also vile. <laughs> like back in like 08 and 011 or something. Yeah. Uh, talking about how we should go and give humanitarian aid and help liberate Libya. And as compensation, which is not how aid works, we'll take their oil. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just saying it out loud. Uh, that's not at all how aid works. <laughs> Either you give aid or you don't. There's no compensation. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make Humanity. a donation here to uh, now give me your money. I'm giving, I'm giving my offering to the church, and as compensation, I want this pew to myself. I'm taking it home. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, that was that was pretty much all I uh, have at least typed out and written out for the for the ice shenanigans. But again, just want to reiterate the whole point is that there's nothing new happening. This is not a brand new circumstance. This is historically over what history we have of them. Because again, they are a pretty relatively new organization and it would be not at all difficult to get rid of them. Um, that has from its inception done nothing but oppress and criminalize people for just being born somewhere else. Do you have anything today? I do. Uh, not a ton, but, um, I have a couple things that I've saved over the last day and a half or so. Um, the first one, and while it's not been discussed yet in uh, any of our recording, um, I know we've talked about the uh, Pinkerton shit with Amazon. Oh, yeah. Um, and this isn't that specifically, but apparently McDonald's also carries secret intel from their team of spies on Fight for 15 workers um, and has for years flagged the... Uh, employees internally, their paperwork or their files or whatever, um, of people who have been identified as Fight for 15 campaigners. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, don't understand how you could be a heads of billions of dollar corporation where you have the money to hire spies to go through all your stores and see who's talking about $15 minimum wages, but you don't have the money to just fucking pay a $15 minimum wage. Right. Well, it's, um, yeah, they'd rather spend more money ensuring future profits than taking basic care of their employees. Baffling. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see the, uh, I think it was the New York city, uh, drone dog they're putting out. Oh, yeah, that was 
That was something I didn't save and would have forgotten if you hadn't talked about that. Yeah, we're at the point of the dystopian society where I saw that um, there's already videos showing how to disable the drone dog if you or someone you know is being brutalized by it. Right. Um, which is a massive leap in the dystopian society that we're in uh, <laughs> because I would have expected at least like robots with racial profiling that just like uh you know alerted people every time it's not black people i don't know like something before being a dog that brutalizes minority communities because that's where <laughs> they're being sent out is in oh they're absolutely uh, I, yeah i saw aoc tweeted about it that if they if they'd spent that amount of money on school and and uh just regular inner city infrastructure for the communities that they're sending those dogs out into that we wouldn't need the dogs. Exactly. And that's, and this is again, nothing new whatsoever. I think in this same past week, um, I think Forbes put out the article initially, but the air force has gone out and said that the F 35, wherever they're spending. Yeah. That $1.5 trillion dollar aircraft. Trillions of dollars on is never, it's useless. It's, yeah. It's broke, which like one, um, Anything that has the price tag of $1.5 trillion, like how you get that to not work, like how it doesn't work, like it should, I, I don't, what was, I don't know what their definition is for working, but if it's that it's not a good aircraft, like we've known how to design aircrafts for a what since that's the, the fucking, how, when were the Wright brothers flying? Um, uh, we use them for military purposes since World War fucking one. Well, yeah, but I'm just <laughs> saying that like we have a fair idea of how both aircraft and stealth aircraft should be designed. How do you fuck up a 1.5 trillion dollar? And how does an aircraft cost 1.5 trillion dollars when that's not even the cost it or the the price it takes to get to the moon? <laughs> like <laughs> you can literally build a spaceship and get to the moon for less money than a failed <laughs> stealth aircraft. What? Uh, what? How did you fuck that up? Also, it's, my dad was saying this morning that the fucking aircraft had better have just like fucking massage chairs and just be the most like comfortable fly. Like, because for one point five trillion dollars, what kind of fucking luxury items are you equipping that thing with? I honestly couldn't even tell you. Um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of this goes down to just lobbyists. Uh, making sure that the government just kept paying for it. Um, I know I've suggested you watch Veep at one point. Yeah, I've not gotten to uh, it yet. It's on my list. There's literally a bit where the vice president character <clears throat> is trying to uh, cut down the military budget some, and the military comes and tells her, oh, well, if you disband this program that creates these like Cold War era nuclear subs... That'll save you like five and six billion dollars. We don't even need them anymore. They've been outdated for decades. Um, and she goes, sure. She does that. And is immediately um, confronted by congressmen saying, well, if you do this, it's going to cost like this, these states 3,000 different jobs. So you have to keep them in, keep making them anyways. And that's what they do. They just keep on making these outdated machines because why not to do otherwise would alienate certain workers. And but you can't just find a better job for those workers anywhere else who know how to build nuclear submarines. Right. (laughs) Um, 
and well, and I'm sure a solid portion of it is also lobbyists from those military companies who want to keep making it. Yeah, because business then you don't have to innovate. You don't have to come up with something new to attract a government contract. You've already got a government contract. Why give it up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The government has always had the malleability to help people. Uh, it's just not profitable enough for them. Uh, speaking of that, that's like when uh, Biden signed the uh, executive order to put us back in the Paris Climate Agreement. And Ted Cruz decided that he was going to say the intentionally idiotic thing that he cares more about the people of Paris than the people of um, Pittsburgh. And one, deep down in his heart, he knows that uh, it's called the Paris Climate Accord because that's where the thing was signed and not because it has anything to do with Paris or the people there. Um, War crimes only exist in Geneva. Yeah, uh, the only, yeah, the only thing, <laughs> Geneva, Switzerland is where all of the war crimes are. We're really concerned with the war crimes in Geneva, Switzerland. So that's, that's what that convention's about. Uh, but the, oh, what was I just saying? The uh, Paris, something about the Paris. Oh, uh, government spending Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. So the whole thing with the, he cares more about Paris than Pittsburgh is that with green energy, um, coal and oil workers are going to lose their job. But that's so like, that's such a weird hill to die on when we all know that those are finite resources. Well, it's also antithetical to like the capitalist prayer, which is that it breeds innovation. Um, how are you going to innovate and create a better society if you're always focused on the one thing? Yeah. And not making yeah. it better. Oh, well, why don't we just get rid of cars then? Cause it's really hurting our train engine locomotive people. I know what the fuck they're called. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like mind blowing because like, and they're like, Oh, don't you care about them and their jobs? I'm like, I mean, in the way that I care about anybody not being like, homeless or anything but like that's also something that i think shouldn't happen in the event that you lose your job so um it's and when it's they also don't really care about these people no absolutely not they could the care less issue um it would be easier to do these things if we had like a, a stronger safety net like better unemployment and health care so then we wouldn't have to it wouldn't be detrimental to their life if they lost their job, in other words. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I care about them yeah. insofar as I don't think that they should suffer, but I don't care about their job. Like, I feel that they should have another job. I'm sure that they have all kinds of things that they could contribute to society, and if they don't, I don't think they should suffer for it. But the point exactly. is, we need to move on from that resource, nonetheless. Yeah. And... Yep, I, I agree completely. Yeah, that's that, that's that. <laughs> um, I had one one other thing. Oh yeah, um, do we want to talk about how all of our stimulus checks were loaded up into a rocket and blasted into Syria? <laughs> yes, I I I've not heard. I've not looked into this whole lot. I've been sleeping during most of my Twitter discourse uh, times. Please go into this. Okay, so 
Um, it, when everybody <laughs> told Biden that we wanted a $15 minimum wage and some stimmy, um, one, he backed down on the amount that we were going to get from the immediate stimulus that it's now been over a month that we haven't gotten. And two, <laughs> he loaded that money right up into uh, his predecessor. And by his predecessor, I don't mean Trump. I mean uh, Obama. Um into some fucking drone missiles because they went from I, I don't remember I'm not sure if we I don't think we had any Syrian conflict in the last four years I know that there were several military strikes but I'm I I can't recall if any were in Syria anyway he decided that we're back in black yeah. and um, Syria is where it's happening <clears throat> because he decided that the Iranian backed militant groups which had a base there in Syria needed to not exist anymore. Which, you know, the lot, I'm curious to see how this unfolds because the last several times we've been told, um, specifically by the Obama administration, that we had a hard target uh, for striking. I want to say it was even in Syria and ended up being like a children's hospital or some shit. Yeah, uh, I want to say it was, yeah, it was the Syrian children's hospital. Yeah. Um, and then also... Yemen really they just couldn't stop droning people as much as possible. <laughs> uh, so the excuse the US was retaliating for a rocket attack or a rocket attack earlier this month that killed one civilian contractor and wounded one US service member and other coalition troops, which like um I I guess like Israel and the United States really play out of the same um book where some people throw a little rocket one way that does like minimal damage, minimal loss of life. Um, not to say that's not a bad thing, but then we both these countries respond with just incredible and unreasonable retaliation that costs so much structural damage and so much loss of life. Scorched earth method. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you killed, one contractor and one serviceman, so enjoy the full force of the U.S. military. Which is, which is, it really is insane and incredibly petty, actually. Considering all the things that Biden has to worry about, um, like, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm skimming now as I'm speaking, so it's a little discordant, but, like, that includes, like, Hezbollah, but, like, when, when is Hezbollah when in recent past has Hezbollah really been like a serious threat to U.S. sovereignty or U.S. security? Um, because post Hezbollah was was ISIS, and we haven't even heard anything from them in a while. That was the most like quote unquote scary threat, you know? Um, yeah. Like they're saying that it's it's Hezbollah, and then um, but yeah, just the 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 that's what the building was. So that's where all our stimmy checks went, was to uh, (laughs) destroy an Iranian-backed Syrian base that had Hezbollah troops in it, which just, like, are we in 2005 right now? (laughs) Yeah, there there will always be money to... uh, Bombing the fuck out of Syria for no reason? (laughs) No reason at all. God, Syria just is just the Jim Belushi of (laughs) (laughs) receiving (laughs) foreign conflict from the United States. <laughs> um God, it really is just 
just gratuitous. Like, American military is just unnecessary. Too far, man. But too far. Why do you exist so much? Why is there so much of you? And why do you cost just shy of a trillion dollars a year to American citizens? Nobody's even, like, questioning your power. Like, there's no need to flex it that hard. Everyone knows. Everyone already knows. Don't piss off America. It's the butt of bad comedian jokes. It's, it's everywhere. Uh, everywhere America's always. angry and, and like, really unstable and doesn't take jokes well. <laughs> so don't make jokes about America. Um uh. It, like, uh, I just love I saw, that it took less than a month to just launch an attack on Syria. Oh, to get right back to his roots. <laughs> yeah. Was it a was it Obama and him that set the record for the number of drone strikes in a month Absolutely. or something? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> like more. Like I want to. I like. I can't remember. I can't even pull out of my ass the number, but it was some ridiculous amount times more than the Bush administration for. <laughs> Just, just rocket attacks in general, period. Right. Um, that Bush was a warmonger, and everybody across the aisle said he was a warmonger, and that's like widely agreed upon. That like everything he did was gratuitous, and that it was some insane percentage more that Obama dropped um, drone strikes on. And yeah, and that kind of brings it back to uh, the point that there's not really another side. There is another side in the sense that uh, one side is actively and outspokenly uh, wishing to bring violence upon people, while the other side just says they're not. But right, uh, well, one side is actively trying to like set us back so far that we end up in another civil war. Turn the clock back. And the other side is trying to get back to business as usual, which is just underscoring freedom and making lives as horrible as possible in a low-key method. <laughs> I will say that for all my criticism of Biden, that I'm sure I will have every waking moment of every day for the rest of his administration, at least I don't go to bed in terror of what coked-out 3am tweets he might start another world war with. Um, because good lord, did Trump love tweeting at 3 a.m. D.C. time. Um, I think Trump's greatest crime, besides his actual crimes, is how low he set that bar now. Yeah, it, it's it's, uh, it's sort of like swooping in, being, like being so toxic that you swoop in on a on a toxic relationship and like free them because you know, the standards so low that you could get away with just about anything and they'll, they'll forgive you because you're not beating them or something. I don't This person is broken inside. They're going to be really dependent and I'm into that. Yeah, that's, that is, this is America. (laughs) (laughs) This is America. Oh my God. Um, that was a real bummer of an episode. Yeah, no, uh... I don't think I have anything fun, either. Um, giggling, unfortunately. Let's see if I've got anything else that I read about. Uh, that's still not fun. Even even interesting things that aren't politically related, like, um... The other big things in the news are Tiger Woods got in a freak accident and broke both his legs. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, Lady Gaga had her dog walker shot and dogs abducted. And Jesus. Oh, have you not heard about that? No. Was, uh, yesterday morning, her dog walker for her two purebred French bulldogs uh, was shot and her dogs were stolen. And she's been offering a $500,000 reward to the captors to um, give them back. And oh. social media is somehow focused on um, how they think it's shitty of her to uh, offer reward and not care about the dog walker, even though offering the reward indicates nothing about how she's taken for or looked after or cared about her dog walker. Uh, that's just her response to her dogs being gone. You could, you could both be, in fact, you could even be in the hospital alongside with the person who was shot and also then tell the media that you're offering a $500,000 reward for the return of your dogs. Like it's there. It's not. They're not mutually exclusive. And, uh, I felt really bad for her because that's not even a weird case where like a celebrity is doing something shitty to get that attention. It's like, what else do you do? Like, I'm sure that she, I mean, to offer that much money publicly, she's obviously like has great care for her dogs as I expect most dog owners do. Um, but like what yeah, like what else is what other option do you have other than to like offer money because obviously this was something that happened like they're not just stealing random French bull shooting someone and stealing random French bulldogs right uh, I've <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus and so yeah like I, I don't know what else you could do if like you're desperate yeah, for your what is, companions what is back their expectation of her I, and I don't know, yeah. nobody, I, nothing that I've seen in the comments of anywhere has been uh, anything but like, oh, we we'll, we'll care more about the dogs. And I even saw people go as far as to say, like, that $500,000 could, like, give uh, clean water to children in Africa. And I'm like, okay, but, like, really? <laughs> like, there's, I, I'm all for calling out grotesque spending and grotesque amounts of money um, because of what it could do for... Uh, people who in need but like being a celebrity who has money like you don't know like these people that are commenting don't even know what like philanthropic things that Lady Gaga has done because I, I don't either she very well could have done all kinds of stuff for kids in Africa um, right. I've not looked into her financial spending um, or just or even how much money she's worth I have no idea and, and, and if I have no idea there's no way these guys have any idea that are complaining well, um, and I'm not even, I'm, I get, I do believe eat the rich, uh, but for the most part, um, celebrities like Lady Gaga haven't made their wealth off of the backs of other people for the most part. Right. And also like <sighs> their wealth isn't so immense that it's like grotesque. Like she's not a billionaire. Right. Um, yeah, she's very, very wealthy and there are people who are suffering but there are people like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and anyone who manages a hedge fund. Yeah, anyone who's broken a billion dollars is more of a target than Lady Gaga, who like just wants her dogs back, like which is right. sympathetic to say the least. It's, it's not like it's she not was like offering five hundred thousand dollars for like some random stupid shit. Um, yeah, uh, I want five hundred k and. You'll provide me some cute doggy photos. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, she's asking the people who shot her 
dog walker and abducted her dogs to return them and is offering them what she can only assume is the ransom they want. Yeah. That story's still not fun, though. <laughs> or funny. Oh, okay. Um, I think I did hear about this to a little degree because people in my group chat were joking about Seven Psychopaths. And that is a fun movie. I actually you know? have not, no. Oh. I think I saw the um, end. You should check it out. It's a funny movie. Uh, basically, the plot of that is Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Rockwell. I saw the end of it, I think. They, uh, their job is to go around kidnapping dogs from rich people and then ransoming mm. them back. <laughs> but uh, they eventually decide they like this dog a whole lot and keep it. <laughs> and then a gunfight ensues. Good synopsis. I have a story for you that is a great ending piece. Oh. So, have you heard about Mr. Potato Head? Of course, I uh, I think you just mean Potato Head. Yes. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Mr. <laughs> um, God, what a great story. Um, so, they have changed... Mr. Potato Head to be just Potato Head. And that right. has caused <laughs> so much outrage amongst the people railing against cancel culture, which let me throw in a quick tidbit here. Um, I think that all of the people who are um, bitching and moaning about cancel culture right now um, just secretly want to be able to use the N-word at work. And that's my Absolutely. theory. And no one's been able to disprove that yet. <laughs> um, science shows yeah just like the whole uh, Superman and Clark Kent artsy together like <laughs> the the n-word and at work and bitching about um, cancel culture <laughs> in the same room together but I suspect um, so yeah uh, Mr. Potato Head and what's weird about the stories I've not heard anything about Mrs. Potato Head or whether or not that's a that's a thing that's going to continue or whether or not that's even still sold or if that was just a promotional for the Toy Story movie and then not ever sold again. Cause I remember having a Mr. And Mrs. Potato head, which were right. just two dickless vaginless potatoes that you could gender swap the accessories to, um, because they're potatoes. They're just potatoes. And that's my favorite thing about this whole ordeal is that really with the Mr. And Mrs. Existing, and if you have both potatoes, um, after a certain point, you lose track of which one was which, is is sort of a statement to um, the fluidity of gender. And uh, the conservatives that are the exact same people who want some weird dude inspecting kids' genitals to be able to go into bathrooms in a high school, um, are the people who insist... That this dickless, vaginless potato that keeps all of its accessories in its asshole needs to be a mister. Um, <laughs> against, against all of their gender science. Uh, against all of their really anything. And I just, like, it's astounding to me because, I, like, I would have thought that's something that actually would have been, like, just storyless. 
honestly, like, eh, yeah, whatever. Like, oh, people were like, like a little bit of bitching about companies rebranding, but like, right. not to this degree. <laughs> um, because I've seen some people say some like fucked up transphobic shit. Um, with regard to their insistence that Mr. Potato Head be a mister. For absolutely no reason. Right. And I, the reason that I really bring this story up is that the Hard Times, um, the satirical news source, um, had the best headline I've ever seen. Um, and it has a just graphic, graphic picture as well. And anybody who wants to see it, you should go look up the Hard Times and find this article because I... That I can't do it justice, the picture. Anyway, the headline is, Conservatives demand Mr. Potato Head retain his giant veiny potato dick. <laughs> and that really says everything <laughs> that I have to say about the topic. <laughs> um, yeah, Mans doesn't have a dick. Um, in fact, that slit that, he, that you put his shoes in really looks more like a vagina than anything and so Mr. and Mrs. are both Mrs. if you want to get technical. Um, but I can't believe this is a discussion that we're having uh, while Syria is under attack. Oh my god. It's the right's weird obsession with genitalia is at times funny, but most of the time it's honestly kind of horrifying. Uh, I think we talked before about have we talked before about uh Who's that guy who wants to put vagina detectors in schools? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that one. Uh, I forget who. There's some politician who's put forward uh, trying to put forward law where essentially they're going to test um, the genitalia of students and to make sure they're not like a transgender. Uh, girl trying to participate in like softball or something oh for for sports yeah i thought you i thought we were thought because i said the thing about the bathrooms i was like wow that is more excessive and gratuitous than i ever imagined <laughs> i mean it, it's honestly it wouldn't stop just like the locker room i'm sure yeah yeah um, but essentially yeah they hey you don't want people going there and checking your kids so, so we're gonna violate so, all the kids in order to prevent what we believe to uh, this goes back right to the fucking boogeyman that they all invent in their heads. Some like predator who's also a high school student. Um, I guess I uh, like I, this is goes back all the way to the welfare queen thing where there was like, people just say shit that sounds horrifying, <laughs> but like there's not been a single recorded case of the, what there has been recorded cases of is Republican politicians, um, molesting kids, um, Being absolutely exposing themselves bags. to kids. Uh, but there's not ever Ugh. been a recorded case of a transgender high school student going in and assaulting something. Like, they just, like, what the fuck? And then, to further that, um, I saw, I saw a meme about the whole, um, I, I think it was Texas, actually, that was, or or at least a, a southern state like Texas or near Texas that said that they were considering a ban on uh, transgender athletes or that you have to basically that you have to compete with your biologically assigned gender. And the post had a picture of that um, 
transgender person who was on the wrestling team. And it was like, oh, yeah, stand up for women's rights. Except for that instance, that picture came from a case that was wildly misunderstood because it was a biological female who was a transgender male and wanted to compete in men's sports. But they said, no, you've got a vagina, so you've got to compete in female sports. And he dominated in female sports because he's a man. (laughs) Um, uh, And they wouldn't let him compete in men's sports. They forced him to compete in women's sports. And then when he wrecked shop against his will, they were like, oh, this is a problem of the transgenders wanting to dominate women and all this and it's not fair but like that's the opposite of what happened and that's the picture they chose for that article heading and it's so weird because that's not even really what they mean they really don't even mean it they literally are just trying to be oppressive um, performatively there's I need to find her name again Um, Marjorie no 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 not her although she also was a piece of shit because the new thing she just did too yeah Related to that story. Um, there's, she's either an Olympic athlete or she's just a track runner or something. Um, assigned female at birth and everything. And she is an astounding athlete, but they're looking at uh, some sports committees looking at forcing her to take hormone therapy uh, because she has a slightly unusually, she naturally produces a little more testosterone than standard women, I guess. Those, those are in quotes, by the way, uh, produce. And they're looking at forcing her into hormone therapy because she has an unjust advantage, apparently. That's um, insane. Absolutely insane. The fact that you're uh, testing levels to that degree means sports have gotten too serious. Right. God. Like, who the fuck cares, dude? It's a sport. It's a, Yeah, they're games. I actually did see a, a fun response to these things on Twitter today. It was just my take on all of this is just, I think it was from Dune and Kinzo, do you want to give credit where it's due, is that they're just games. And I don't care who plays what. It's weird that we are so specific on who gets to play these games, actually. Maybe don't tie um, school scholarships to them. Yeah, because it's literally just fucking games, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's not even uh, like the games mean anything. Like, there's, there's, you prove nothing. Uh... If they meant anything, then, like, it would be, like, there there would be more consistency in, like, I don't know, the payout, the reward. But, like, literally, in a lot of cases, like, even at the professional level, it's not like the same team wins every, like, like Super Bowl, whatever, like, every year. Um, right. Because it's just mostly just a variant of, like, how the human bodies on that team are functioning that year. And, like... Uh, yeah. Uh, also, they don't mean anything. <laughs> and I it get the whole like nothing. competitive nature of like not wanting someone to cheat, but like that's not cheating. <laughs> that's literally just that's existing. a biological advantage, which is the whole point of sports. That's the whole thing. You win because you have a biological advantage over somebody else, and that's it. You you have a genetic predisposition to be better at that sport. You're not more talented than the other person. You uh, you you have better genes for that particular activity and that's the can't like wow that's insane yeah i'm not gonna go and try and sue usain bolt 
because I'm not as good at running as he is, and that's not fair. No, he's just amazing at running. Right, and that's and just the thing he has. It's the thing you're born yeah. with. And yeah, you could train it to be better, and that's how you become the best. But it's not like somebody who is not born with a talent for running can train hard enough. There's no amount of training that a normal person can do to attain that. Absolutely insane. And what it comes down to is is profitability. <clears throat> um, they they care so much because they make profit off it. Same with even like with high school sports is because well. Well, they're going to scholarship, and then they're going to be professional, and then, yeah. Uh, we're going to have NCAA games based on these people one day, and we can't have a transgender NCAA player. Huh? Right, because then there's speculation as to whether or not that win counts. Yeah. What if, what if a transgender person sees representation in college sports? How bizarre. <laughs> oh, my God. Can't have that. Yeah, that would... Yeah. Uh, the hurt hurt the fragile psyche of the uh, cisgendered straight white male. They're so fragile. Straight white man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was a good story to end on. Yeah, uh, even though it was up. serious, it, it was a little more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Mr. Pot- uh, potato Head. Yeah, really segued into it, and his... Veiny potato cock. Potato dick. <laughs> um, that's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it for me. Uh, remember, folks, moral of the story is uh, fuck ICE, fuck presidents. And, fuck the uh, government and love each other. Fuck transphobes. There we go. Yeah, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> and especially Marjorie Taylor Research Green. it. Find it, hate just, her. Just look it up. Just, just no, don't like her. If there's anything you can, any lesson you take away is don't like. Is it Marjorie Taylor? Marjorie, MTG. Marjorie Taylor, MTG, yeah. Magic the Gathering, Magic the Gathering, um, Magic oh, the Gathering uh, is just... transphobic confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the same uh, senator. I, we're gonna end up talking about it. This is the same <laughs> senator who just went on record saying that Jewish lasers. Something about Jewish lasers. Yeah, Jewish lasers. Um, I don't remember what the Jewish lasers did. They did something. I don't know. They probably identified potatoes. as Jewish. They subscribed to Judaism. <laughs> as lasers ought to do. Um, gosh, she's just so awful. Yeah, I guess the anti-Semitism was uh, failing and boosting, so transphobia was uh, the obvious next route. Yeah, didn't is she the one that basically made threatening videos or ads targeting her political opponents? Uh, like holding up guns, saying "I'm coming for you" or something. Well, nonsense? she was the one who tweeted during the Capitol riots that like Pelosi's location. Oh yeah, cool, awesome. God, how that's not an immediate fucking treason sentence without even a hearing? I don't know. <laughs> like being in the midst of an that, attack on the Capitol and trying to tell them all to kill your political opponents in the heat of the moment. That absolutely falls under the freaking amendment saying you're aiding an insurrection. You- yeah, and that's not even like, I don't even feel bad about saying that. Like, I'm not even pro government in that regard or like anything. Like, you're, you're literally trying to cause the death of another human being who's in the same dire situation as you are and that makes you a shit 
person, regardless of your feelings about Jewish lasers and, <laughs> and genderless potatoes. God damn it. That's a good note to end on. That is. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have for today. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ADD News. Um, and you can follow either of our hosts using the links in the bio 